Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Interrogang Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Dick, and this week I am flying solo. Kyle is on a well-deserved vacation this week, and so now is our chance to just sit back, relax, and talk about him behind his back. But we didn't want to leave you, our gentle listener, with absolutely nothing to listen to all week. Um, so instead of a regular Interrogang episode, we thought we would share some clips from some of our past episodes this season, clips that were cut for time or for flow, but that we still think are fun or interesting or they made us smile. They're worthwhile to someone out there, I suppose. Uh, so you get some deleted scene, gag reel, behind-the-scenes looks this week. First, we have a clip from our episode, Spread Your Wings and Fly, when we were discussing the value of type superfamilies versus variable fonts to consumers. And uh, as you'll see, or, uh, well, here, I guess, uh, Kyle employs the literary device of a metaphor to help drive his point home. Take a listen. Can I try to place a metaphor on this? Oh, I love your metaphors. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so this is basically uh, like buying a bag of golf clubs. Go on. <laughs> Variable fonts is like getting this one club that can morph and shape into any size club that you need. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. Sometimes you just need the putter. Sometimes you just need the driver in order to, you know, make your set at home exactly the way you want it. I, I have never seen anyone use a metaphor and have it get away from them on the first line of the metaphor. <laughs> what? I thought that was pretty good. There is no such thing as a golf club that can morph into whatever you need it to be. Well, in this metaphor, you already there are is. set with. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. I don't know. That's how I see it. How frustrating okay. would it be, though, to say, okay, no, no, the only golf club that you could buy is this one that is a one-size-fits-all golf club. That's annoying. You'd have to, it take, adds a lot of work. It puts the burden on you to figure yeah. out what you need as yeah. opposed to just pulling it out of the bag right. and swinging your heart out. I, I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. All I did right, not I'll, mean I'll, to. I'll work on it. <laughs> to take you down. We'll next week, that. by next yeah. week, we'll have a, a solid variable fonts versus super families analogy. Mark, mark my words; it will yep. come. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure golfing was was our was our king there. So, if I understand you, the thing to take away from this conversation is that variable fonts will not lower your golf score. That's probably true. Will not improve your handicap. If you take okay. one thing away, let it be that. Hey, I learned something today. <laughs> And this, believe it or not, was not Kyle's first foray into metaphor this season. Uh, in our episode, Compost Your Unused Fonts, Kyle attempts to clearly and effectively state his position on how many different fonts can be used at one time. But instead, he does this. So can I attempt to put this in a comic book metaphor? Of course, anytime, my friend. <laughs> For you, Josh? Okay, I'm going to give this a shot. Okay, so... You know, one typeface, Vignelli Cannon, that's basically your lone hero. Right. Which is fine, but, you know, you really only get one style of right. of, of hero there. Uh, contemporary Cannon saying two, that's your dynamic sure. duo. Yeah, you, know, you get some interplay. You know, one tends to lead. It's a dance partner type situation. You have a boy wonder. Yeah, great. That's right. It's like Batman and Robin. Right. Um, 
four would be like in your in your view it's like the fantastic four there's a reason why it's not the fantastic five right there four is like a good okay number and each one has the stage for talent um but they they rely on a sense of balance okay. for each other any more than that you're really just getting into the marvel cinematic universe where there's just too many fonts like these every project this every project feels like the last uh, avengers movie where okay, it's just my friend. put everybody in it Okay, my friend, you don't know your audience. <laughs> if that's your metaphor. Am I wildly I, off? That I'm saying you could use 20, 30, 50. Avengers assemble. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if that's your metaphor, then I'm for you use every font imaginable in every single you, project you use. All you get Bring is it on. chaos, man. More and more. <laughs> all you get is boredom, Danielle. I <laughs> Why don't we see that many superhero movies where there's like a trio? Because I say three fonts is the right number, but what what like comic book heroes are there that work in a trio? Well, huh? Wait a minute. Uh, it usually goes two or four, right? Like I don't know that many in three, but I think there's a real strength in that uh, kind of. I feel like there's an obvious one person. I'm forgetting. My father would be disappointed with me for not being able to get this, <laughs> but. Uh, no, you're. I I see what you're going for with your yeah. with your metaphor that there's you. Everyone has a task when you're in a a duo or a quad or a trio. Any more, and you start. You don't need it. You're overlapping. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like those sure. projects in middle school. You're like, well, this is too many people. You know, if you're a rock and you're invisible and you're fire and you can stretch, what else do we need? You just don't need more than that. Yeah. What a weird conversation we ended up having. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So combining fonts, make up your mind for yourself, I think. Um, we, it's, it all depends on your perspective on the world. But uh, I say three. Josh says as many as you want. <laughs> In conclusion, we have no conclusion. There is no seemingly no rule of thumb, though it does sound like five and you should be institutionalized i think that's is that fair i think that's, that's the common ground here yeah that's the yeah yeah cool it everyone cool it let's venture away from me picking on kyle when he's not here to defend himself and uh let's pick on the google search engine instead in our episode, Mr. Google is sitting in a corner answering questions, we turned to Google to answer some of our most pressing font questions, and the following was an example of us discovering that Google doesn't always do its homework. Now, now here's a bonus to, to end on, and Ooh. here's an example where Google completely failed, me and all of us. A question that uh, we also missed out on last year because it was more the when, you know, what is, what font is the most, whatever, is the question, what is the hardest to read font? Mm -hmm. That's all you get. It's a bonus question. What is the hardest to read font? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Zap Dingbats. And, and what an excellent answer. And how many answers could be given here? And the, it gives three yes. answers that I will, that I will read to you. Three. And remember, this is the hardest to read font. Hayton Schweiler, Monotype Corsiva. Really? And Comic Sans Italicized. 
Now, before we before we discuss yeah. this, this one I did click on and read the article that that came from. Mm-hmm. The article that is from like a very specific study that tested a very specific thing with mm-hmm. only a handful of fonts to choose from. Yeah. And in that small sample size, those were the three hardest read fonts. But I would call that not science. Yeah. But Google ripped it from the headlines <laughs> and gave it to you as the hardest to read font. So that is uh to me where where this experiment really breaks down from the from the Google standpoint. Mm. Because as with most sure. uh, internet things, you cannot take it at face value. All right, everyone, that's it for this week's Interrogang. Thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode. We will be back next week with your regularly scheduled Interrogang programming. Same bat time, same bat channel. This episode was edited by Andrew Spheris, who provides most of the original music you hear on the Interrogang podcast. The music you are listening to right now is Cut It Loose by Max Band. The Interrogang is a production of Proof & Co., and we can be found on Twitter at proof underscore and underscore co, or you can always drop us a line via email at hello at proofco.xyz. If you have any thoughts on what we discussed in this episode, have any topics you would like to hear discussed on a future Interrogang, or if your metaphors sometimes get away from you right off the bat, we'd love to hear from you. As always, thanks for being a part of the Interrogang, and we will see you next time. Take a beat. It's okay. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Papa needs more juice. (sighs) Just straight vodka.